live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. On fire. And welcome back to the Death and Betrayal podcast, a Horus Heresy 30K podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Alex, and with me today is your co-host, Craig. How you doing, Craig? I'm not too bad. How are you? Ah, living the dream, buddy. <laughs> living the dream. Living the dream. Yeah. Had a real okay weekend. Just uh, I went down to Calgary, hung out with a buddy. Yeah. Got drunk. Yeah. Got high. Watched TV a whole bunch. Oh, sounds like fun. I worked. <laughs> I worked. So. Oh, that's no good. We played a bunch of Super Smash Brothers. Oh, uh, fuck you. <laughs> and uh, we watched a bunch of Netflix. We watched The Modern Family. Hmm. Watched Love on the Spectrum. Hmm. Um, one of the guys looks just like a guy we know. Oh, yeah. I'll that's how we got. That's how we got sucked into it. It's actually a really good show. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, it's uh, it's a good peek. Good peek inside some of the the other facets of society. Hmm. If you're a psych guy like I am, you'll really enjoy it. I'll take a look into it. Yeah, it's uh, it'll warm your heart. Have you uh, have you seen the trailers for uh, the here or uh, the boys too? No, I've been avoiding the trailers. Oh yeah, you were, we talked about yeah. this. You were yeah. avoiding the trailers. <laughs> oh man, so yeah. pumped. I had I had to skip like I had to just turn off social media a couple times because I was like getting the automatic trailer like in the ads and I was just like no. <laughs> so we only have to wait till September first or September fourth, one of the two. So it's it's gonna be here soon. September fourth would be better for me. Um, <laughs> I have a lot of meetings on the third, and I'm wrapping up a, a project for work that. Uh, I'm going to launch on the third as well. So oh, okay. I'm just not going to have time to watch TV in that, oh, that week of September. I, I like, I like the way they're showing the, 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 the scenes from the series, the season, they're not giving enough info. And it's just like, what the hell is going on? I, I like, you don't learn anything. In fact, I'm more confused than I was before. <laughs> so I can't, I can't wait. I'm really looking forward to the boys too. Uh, yeah. Way. Yeah, it'll it'll be really good. Um, I do really like that. I really, I love that show actually. It's one I of the heard, shows. I heard Umbrella Academy season two is really good. I haven't I haven't watched season one all the way through. I haven't watched even an episode of it. So I well, can't it wasn't that. it wasn't it wasn't too bad. I was actually doing it as a fix for my uh, when I was done the boys. So I was yep. like, I need something like this, and this was, it was what I figured was going to be the closest thing. It was pretty good, but apparently, like season two is like a hundred times better than season one so i'm like okay i'm gonna finish season one then i'm gonna watch season two um after i watched the boys i rewatched the movie the watchmen so that mm. i could get i could watch the hbo series for it yeah and i thought that that would give me my fix and then i just never watched the hbo series mm. <laughs> actually the uh, wife the wife, the wife suggested it she's like well you want to watch the the watchmen i'm like why i've seen the movie <laughs> it's because it takes place after the movie oh does it yeah, it takes place oh, okay. like twenty years into the future. Oh, okay. Maybe I do have to watch it then. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It might be. It might be thirty years into the future. I don't know. What? Okay. Uh, so it's 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 not the redoing the Watchmen movie. No. Okay. No, it takes place like way after the end of the movie. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I'll look into kind of a continuation. Yeah. I'll just. But she. I'm gonna make her watch the movie first. Yeah, she hasn't yeah seen it. I know she has. You gotta watch it. the movie first, um, yeah. or else you're just not gonna you're just not gonna understand the story. You're gonna be confused yeah, the whole time. There's no point at that point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, what have you been working on? Uh, not too much because I was gone for the weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, I get my 
I got I got my Mechanicum like pre shaded, like prime mm-hmm. pre shaded, and uh, actually I realized today that on one of my engine series I forgot to fill a gap, so I got to do that. Mm. Um, other than that, I kind of I planned out a conversion for Sherokin. Okay. Well, and uh, but I'm gonna be able to hustle these Mechanicum out pretty quick, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like I'll, I'll get the red down which won't take me too, too long. Mm. And then, um, and then the, the metal goes together pretty quick for me. Yeah. Um, see, so yeah, I might, I might, I think I am going to like swap out the second Magus that I had, the second Magus reductor. I think I'm going to swap yeah. it out for another squad of, uh, two Thalax, one with a multi-melta and okay. some multi bombs. Um, just to give me some more scoring units. Mm-hmm. Um, you were lacking on the scoring units in your list. Yeah, I had two. <laughs> yeah, and that that was it. Uh, I mean, it looks it looks really cool otherwise, but I mean, it'll it'll work just as good, and it'll look just as good with mm. um, with the the other mages out. And I mean, then then it just it, you know it it focuses in much more on the character of Caleb Desma, mm. which I think is going to look look really good and and mm. play uniquely on the table. I don't. I still yeah. even with the extra scoring unit, I don't expect it to do terribly well. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you're, not the you're, point. You're, you're playing to the theme. That's right. That's and hey, right. if you do well, steer into the skid. Yeah, steer into the skid. But I mean, if you do well, I mean, that's a bonus, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, just because they don't look good on paper doesn't mean they're not actually going to perform well. No. So the the reason the reason I I think I may have some trouble is because we're doing Centurion rules, and I mm. I packed so many Myrmidons in there because I love them, mm-hmm. and Myrmidons can't run. Hmm. Yeah, so it's just it's lumbering advance pretty much all over the place. Um, so it's it's going to be a challenge, which uh, which I'm excited about. But um, it, it'll look heresy cool. on hard mode. That's right, heresy on hard mode. It'll look cool though, because it's just going to be tons and tons of robes marching around. Mm. Right. Um, I'll have I'll have nine Thalaxi, I guess, and then I'll mm. have eight Servo Automata, and then the rest are just in robes. Nice. So it's gonna look gonna look very much like the Wrath of Mars is just marching out, mm-hmm. um, just angry that our our ship our ship got shot out of the sky. Our, our yeah. mechanicus. They, they're pissed. Yeah, and they want. <laughs> they're gonna let you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, other than that, I don't. I really don't think I've done anything. Um, well, if you have, we were just talking about it. He's purple. Oh. Yeah, that's Paul. true. I mean, I'm I'm still working on. I actually haven't done anything else to Fulgrim yet. Um, yeah, but what you have done to him looks fantastic. He does. Yeah, yeah. I've got I've got a real, I've got a real inspiration now for Primaric helmets. Yeah. <laughs> so I've I've been trying to figure out how to do Korax's helmet because I'm probably going to do Korax next. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I was going to do. Um, I was going to do like a press mold. I've got it actually, I've got it situated on like ready to be press molded. Um, mm. The, the dreadnought head. Yeah. And then I'd have to like build the bottom part of the helmet out with some more green stuff. And I was just going to yeah. press mold it out of green stuff and then add a little more design and stuff to it, which I still might do. But um, uh, a friend, friend of ours, Scott, he, I can't even remember what we were talking about or why he sent me the picture of the Sagittarium, but mm. um, he sent me a picture of that, and I realized that that helmet actually looks very similar to the helmet that's on the ground in John Blanche's portrait of Corvus Corax. Okay. Um, 
which I'm going to look up real quick so mm -hmm. that I can put it in the show notes. Uh, if anyone has like the um, the heresy art book, it's in there as well. But uh, I don't know if it's supposed to be his helmet. Um, it looks like it's about the right size, but it also kind of looks like a bit of an Iron Warrior's helmet. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I'll send this to you right now. Copy image. Uh, we're using Skype, everybody, and we don't normally do that. There we no. go. Uh, I figured it out. <laughs> um, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it'll give me at least something similar to that. I think I'll probably still pull the spike off of it. Yeah. But the, um, the Sagittarium helmet has, like, an eagle that's kind of embossed on it, and the eagle head is kind of coming out. Mm -hmm. So I think I'll probably cut the eagle head out and then reposition it so it's a little more flush and resembles, like, the Raven Guard sigil mm -hmm. a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, coming out of the helmet and then i might uh i might build up the grill a little bit um just kind of give it a little bit more of like a hard angle because a lot of corax's armor is very much like hard sharp angles mm -hmm. um it's not a lot of smooth pieces uh like it's not a lot of rounded pieces even though in the john blanchard he is quite rounded. oh yeah he's quite rounded and very like emo yeah he looks angry he just looks very, like... very gritty it's a very gritty photo yeah, to me, I mean, I, I know, I know. Obviously, I'm familiar with the Raven Guard or emo tropes, yeah. um, <laughs> but like when I look at this, I see more of like a heavy metal, like lead singer or guitarist. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Like he looks like a pissed metal. off Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm gonna do that, and then I, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna use probably um, one of the 40k Custodian Terminator helmets for. Um, sanguineous because mm. i think i can i think i can blend like one of the iron halos that come with um the death company kit i think i can blend one of those into the helmet as well to kind of okay. give it a bit of a halo and then it and then it will look somewhat similar to like the blood angels mark four helmet that has the spiky halo built into it yeah 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 like ralderon um is drawn with that helmet on and, yes uh Yes, I know, I, I know, tell, I know, tell what you're talking about. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that'll tie him nicely to the army. And then, um, yeah, I have no clue what I'm going to do for Russ, but. <laughs> Work in progress. Uh, well, you'll figure it out. Yeah. What, what I might do is I might take like another one of those custodian helmets because they're about the right size. Mm -hmm. And I might like green stuff, almost like a leather mask onto it mm -hmm. um, with just like some knot work and stuff in it uh yeah uh because then it'll kind of give them like that viking berserker yes look while still having like a void sealed helmet um which i think i think could fit quite well for for mm. leaving russ yeah no yeah i could see that working yeah yep okay, yeah cool. what about you what have you been up to uh um other than getting starting on horus not much actually i've been real i was really busy last week um i didn't get as much done as i would have liked this weekend i'm hoping to hammer out an assault squad and a destroyer squad that's the plan yeah oh i did oh sorry i did do something else i for my death guard army that i'm lending out for our event i did get a cordis or a uh, contemptor mortis with Volkite chargers done nice. up. Nice. I got him done up. Um I think he looks pretty good. I, I got him done fairly quickly too. 
I got to do some touching up here and there and uh, a little mo bit more weathering. But I mean, game wise or tabletop wise, he's 100% done. He He's fully painted, looks great. Um, I was really excited about him and our, you know, uh, Josh is the one borrowing the Death Guard there. Um, mm -hmm. And he, 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 he sent me a message. He's like, it looks fantastic. I can't wait to see it on the on the table on the tabletop and i was like yeah me too i mean i haven't personally gamed since february like i haven't had a game of heresy since february oh shit dude i might i might even be longer than that um i don't think i've played since november oh jesus <laughs> uh oh no actually i think i did i think i played against scott i played a three thousand point game against custodians oh, okay um, yeah, it went okay. So I came close. It's been I came so close. long. I'd love to. Play. We need. I can't wait to play. I cannot wait to throw some dice down. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah so this weekend, this weekend, I'm planning on doing the destroyers and the um assault squad. But I was really pleased with because I'm doing horse in in green armor instead of black. Yeah. Yeah. And he and, looks beautiful. Craig the oh, yeah. Barbarian. Yeah, Instagram. You yeah, you can find, you can you can find him on there. He's just got his like. I went with a black base, and then I went with uh, on the. I went with a black primer. Then where the highlights, where I want the highlights, I went over again with white, and then just used uh, forge the forge world uh, horror snoopical green, and went mm. over it again, and that instantly gave me the highlights, and then. To really really hit the bright parts like the the sharpest edges uh i have a jade uh, i want to say jade green from army painter yeah i don't have the paint in front of me it's a little ways away but i i went and hit that at the very tip of the the, the highlights and it just it really brought it out and uh i was i was using um miles uh from little legends uh, painting tutorials i watched a couple of them before i started working on him and uh just so i had i wanted to use his way of highlighting and it, it made it made the model look fantastic absolutely fantastic and and uh i can't wait to see what the finished product's gonna look like i haven't done much more than getting the base colors on him i did work on the fur on the, the wolf on his on his uh cape and on the top of his armor Mm -hmm. uh that actually turned out really well i'm actually really pleased with how that turned out i i used some grays and some browns and a couple different like dark uh, a reddish i went with a reddish brown uh base i think it's red it's called red leather from uh scale 75 yep I'm and then i went with i believe tanned leather yeah and hit just the, uh, the edges but i also did like gray around the muzzle around the ears um, and then gray throat just in the hair that you can, you can see it, but to make it look more natural, um, I think it turned out really well. And then I, I did a, uh, brown walk over it, um, just to get the, the deep insides dark. Yeah. Uh, and I, it, it turned out really well. Actually, it's some of the best fur I've ever painted. And I mean, I'm just using techniques that I've been learning from watching the legends on Patreon there. I mean, yep. it's just been great my painting level has been taking to another another level i really think yeah you're definitely getting a lot better um not that you were a poor painter before yeah um but it's just the devil's in the details and mm. uh 
I think like I think the big thing for me, like what I'm trying to do more of, is just like texture. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know, I'm, I'm weathering a lot more. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, I used I used that scale seventy five leather set mm-hmm. that uh, that you were talking about. I used that for the um, like the turges on uh, on my Raven Guard Praetor. Yeah. Um, and it just like, it, it went quick. It went easy. Like even, even just the little, like the little cards that come inside those scale 75 kits. Mm-hmm. Um, like once, once you've kind of got like some brush technique down, like that was my biggest issue. Cause I had bought a couple of their kits before and I'm following the instructions and I'm like, this looks like crap. Like mm. where's still my issue here is. And now that I've kind of got the hang of like glazing in and, um, like adding texture using stippling and, and, yeah. and wet blending was actually something I wasn't very good at before. And, and now I use, um, you know, some, somewhat amount, um, Man, it just it just takes it to the next level. Like scale seventy five is legit. Um, I want to try some of the AK interactive stuff. Yeah, uh, I don't have any of that, but I know that uh, there's a town a sh- store in town now that's carrying a whole bunch of it. So I want to mm-hmm. try to get up there tomorrow. Yeah, I, I saw that uh, Phil posted that, and I was like, oh, because I've seen I've seen their their product before. Like I've I've seen it online, and I've seen a lot of people talk about how great it is. Yeah, I would love to use it. I know they have a great weathering sy- uh, system. Yeah, that's what um, that's what I'm going after. I've got a buddy mm-hmm. in Fredericton who just swears by the AK Interactive True Metallics, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I'm gonna stay away from those because I'm sure they they probably make like a great looking like very smooth metal, mm-hmm. and I'm sure I could probably do it to create like some texture. Like I, I try to make my my metal look like it's beat up and like it's in the middle of a fight and and grimdark. Um, so I mean. I don't know that I'll jump in for it just because I already have a methodology down pat that I really enjoy. Yeah. But uh, I might get to practice because, I mean, talking with Scott over the last couple of days has me really wanting to do like a small custodies allied detachment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, the models are sweet. And I, they I, I are. just listened to Valdor too, and I just want to murder Thunder Warriors now. You know, the thing <laughs> is, like, I love the custodes models i think they're great they are fantastic models there's just that stigma that comes along with them right because i've contemplated doing a uh well maybe a... maybe that's what we need to do to help get rid of the stigma is maybe just make like some real fluffy custodian armies mm-hmm. just let some people push our shit in a little bit <laughs> they can feel <laughs> good about themselves yeah exactly and then we'll just turn around on the heel and it'll <laughs> just look like we got better <laughs> uh yeah um yeah, just after listening to Valdor and and like Master Mankind is one of my favorite books. Hmm. Uh, if I ever did it, I think I would just go classic though. I'd probably take like some of the Aqualon Terminators. Is that what they're called? Yeah, uh, think, yeah, Aqualon yeah. Terminators and um, and probably like uh, some of the ones with like fire pikes because hmm. uh, I know they were they were in the John Blanche thing. I guess maybe I'll take a Sagittarium Guard just because I'm gonna have to buy an upgrade kit just to get the helmet for Corax. Um, well, uh, you never see anyone ever take the, uh, the custodes terminators. Yeah. I saw, I saw a guy take them once and they were still nasty. Like I was like, ah, oh, whatever, man, it's three terminators. I'll just jump Conrad Kurz in there. <laughs> it didn't work out for me. I killed one. Um, 
I killed one of them, but like uh, the fire, and he took the fire pike ones, uh, not the ones with like the crazy thoracic destructor or yeah, whatever, yeah, like the yeah. double melta gun thing. Yeah. Um, he just had the fire pikes, and even like the fire pikes were good, but that that was that was a calculated risk, and uh, you, your math was a bad little math. Off. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, I, th- I think I'll take some of those, uh, like I, yeah, I'd probably build some of those in. And then I think mm. my troops, I would honestly just go like the classic spears. Mm. I think I would just have like an assortment of spears going through there. Like the header on guard, I'd probably give them like some of their nuking spears, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, maybe throw a shield on like a unit leader or something, mm. but I don't really like the look of the shield. I like the, the, Gladys, uh, Gladys Dreadnought Shield. Mm. That one looks cool. Um, I just don't like how the General Custodian um, shield looks. But that Spear Dreadnought is sexy too. Um, huh. So, just... I mean, like, yeah, I, it's a project for down the road, probably. Yeah. When, when we get closer to Terra, I think. Uh, yeah. And I don't think I'll, I'll, I don't think I'll do like a huge one. I think I'll use them just as like an allied contingent, maybe. Yeah. Um, well, they could help back up for your Blood Angels, right? Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and and to be honest with you, actually, I can pair them in with, um, or I can I can ally in a small a small detachment with the Raven Guard as well, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, they they were with them like right up until. Um, just before Beta Garmin. Okay. So when Korax goes back to Terra after Istvan 5 and he needs to get like the gene seed stuff, uh, yeah. the Emperor's like, well, you're going to need help and I don't want, I, and I want to make sure that you don't misuse the, the genetic material. He's like, so I'm sending, I can't remember the guy's name, but I'm sending this guy and his contingent of custodians to watch over you. Mm. Um, so he doesn't get the watch pack. He gets like a unit of custodians and then the custodians continue to like fight in his shadow war, okay. um, harrowing the back line along with like the Imperial fists. Uh, Cause Ooh. a small detachment of Imperial fists um, comes to deliver the Mark six armor. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, Oh man, you really want to go back and just sit on a wall. And the guy's kind of like, no, I don't mm-hmm. really want to do that. He's like, that's my orders. And he was like, well, I mean, the orders were to support us. So why don't you just bend those orders a little bit? He's yeah. like, you know what? You're right. And so he he joins around with the the Raven Guard to. Uh, if anyone's interested in in those misadventures, um, Deliverance Lost followed by Korax would go through all of that info for you. Okay. Um, it's well, really... I have I have been looking for a new book to read or uh, listen to. So. Yeah, start with Deliverance Lost. It's good. Deliverance Lost. Okay. Deliverance Lost uh, goes first, and then Korax is kind of like a compendium. It's like a bunch okay. of shorter stories. And yeah, they, yeah. Uh, they take place. Um, from between from del- right after deliverance lost uh straight through um to well i mean i've already told you about it so i guess spoiler alert everybody closures for like a minute mm. to when korax has to go like save russ's sorry ass after he gets his ass beat on the <laughs> the um the vengeful spirit oh yeah 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 uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then then Korax kind of like splits up his his force, and it's it's right towards the end of the war. Mm. Uh, and then I assume they buddy up, and they have a buddy cop movie on the road to Terra. <laughs> Get there a little bit late, but a little bit, yeah. But Russ would have been dead if it wasn't for my boy. So, so are we gonna 
we gonna talk about the big news that comes up that's happening in September from Forge World? Yeah, I mean we we can. Yeah, I, I'm 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 pretty fucking. I know hyped. you're I know you're hyped. So why don't why don't you talk about it? So I mean, if you've been living under a rock in September, Lionel Johnson's being released along with the next book. So it's gonna be a very expensive month for me. Yeah, <laughs> like like um, it's gonna be an expensive month. Like I'm I'm kind of weighing my options. I I'm I I know the Xbox and the PS5 are coming out in November. And I've been thinking about getting a new TV for those. One of those. I haven't decided yeah, which one I want to get yet. I feel like Best Buy will have, like, I mean, I'm going PS5. I'm not going. I'm going Xbox Series X. No, I'm not. Because I can play everything that comes out on my computer or on my Xbox One. For the next two years. Yeah, but that's fine. I mean, the old, like, they don't release a Halo every two years. Yeah, okay. That's, that, we're getting into a completely different... <laughs> this is um, an argument for another day. Yeah, but I mean, like, I, I know Best Buy, like, around the time that those things come out, and, yeah. I mean, like, there'll be Black Friday as well, because yeah. I don't have a 4K TV. I have a very old TV. It's probably... Oh, gosh. It's probably... I probably bought it in, like, 2011, I think. Yeah, I think mine's... So it's, like, a nine-year-old TV. Mine's five years old. It's not bad. But I just I'm not gonna be able to take the full advantage of the new features that the new systems are gonna be putting out. So I've been thinking about getting a new TV. I think that might put I think and I was gonna wait for like back to school sales. I already know which TV I'm looking at. And I was like, ah oh, yeah, September. And then I find out that, you know, the next book's coming out and Johnson's coming out. And I was just like, Well, I'm about to drop two hundred can no, probably more than that. Probably. Uh I mean the book's probably like hundred and fifty. I have Forge World open. I'll just jump over to the books. Um <laughs> I actually have Forge World open too. It's probably gonna be horse heresy books, campaign books. I mean they're like hundred and fifty bucks in hardcover. Yeah, but because Inferno John... is still available in hardcover, I guess. Johnson's uh, be able to wow, they still have ex... if anyone needs a book three in hardcover or really? book one in hardcover, they still well, have, have those. Yeah, yeah. So they've got book one in hardcover, book three in hardcover, and book seven in hardcover. Um, those are like between one forty three and one fifty four. So you're looking at like one hundred and fifty four. Most of the Primarchs now are about one hundred and forty bucks Canadian. Yeah. So I'm looking at about one hundred and fifty. Uh, fuck, Magnus is one sixty two. Yeah, but he has that big ass base toasty he does um i just bought korax like, like a few weeks ago and that Dor- was like dorn's 152 and he's again big ass base right he, yeah so i mean yeah you're gonna be somewhere between 150 160 for him yeah so, so i'm gonna be yeah, 300 dollars. yeah you're gonna be 300 bucks yeah. <laughs> yeah, i'm 100 uh, gonna be 300 dollars in the hole yeah oh so. man a lot of them are temporarily out of stock right now uh, go to the custode stuff most of it's out of stock uh yeah, I will in a second. Um Angron's out of stock again. Uh Lorgar's out of out of stock. Yeah. I mean, the only ones I don't have right now are Perrabo, Angron, Lorgar. I think that's it. Oh, I don't have Dorn. But whatever, I don't care. Fuck Dorn. <laughs> it's, it's a boring it's a boring sculpt. I love I don't I'm gonna have to convert it. Oh, I don't have Vulcan either, actually, or Ferris Manus. Do you have Magnus? Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> Sounds like you got a long <laughs> way to go there, bud. I mean, I'm like half. I got like half. Um, I've got Korax. I've got Fulgrim. I've got Alpharius. I've got oh. Mortarian. I've got Ross. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I've got Sanguinius. Uh-huh. 
Um, you're not like a half, half yet. That's you're at six. <laughs> you're at, you got a third of them. Um. Uh, um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, oh yeah, there's there's Dorn Imperial Fist Legion Command. He must be on page four. He is on page four. Yeah, Valdor's temporarily out of stock as well. Yeah. Although to be honest, I'll probably convert a Valdor. Um, yeah, he. I was not really happy with the head on that Valdor. To That's be honest, thing. I'm not happy with most of his model. <laughs> um, he's too he's too busy um, for me. Like I, I acknowledge that this is a very intricate, very detailed. It's a beautiful sculpt, but mm -hmm. for me, he he very much looks like some of the older art, um, which I I usually like. But he's even more embellished up and above that. Um, yeah, he's a really busy model. Yeah, and uh, like what I'll probably use, I'll probably use like Dynat's head for him. Okay. Um, because in in the in the red book, well, not in the red book, but in book seven, like he has this very sort of like cold, but regal elegance about him mm. in the picture. And I very much like it. And most of the other artwork, like his armor is a little more ornate, but it's not like encumbering his movement. Like he's got this Yeti's arm strapped to one side of him. Mm. And then like a mountain goat's head on one pauldron. And then he just like took a bird and folded it in half <laughs> and then like roped it to the other pauldron. Like, I don't know. I might mix him a little bit with like the 40 K Trajan Valoris or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. And I think I'm going to mix him with, um, I have that, uh, that limited model that came out for like the watchers of the throne. Oh yeah. The one that, yeah. I know yeah. It comes with, comes with the sister of silence. Yeah. Uh, Cause then, then I, I, you know, I can probably change them a little bit. Maybe I'll pick, maybe I'll pick this up just to pull pieces off of it. But even then, I still probably won't. Like, I, I mean, the Apollonian spear is fairly unique, so we'll see. I might, mm. I might just to steal the spear, and maybe I'll take his folded bird pauldron <laughs> um, and slap that on there, and maybe the cape. But well, it sounds it sounds like that you have kind of a plan. Yeah, if I ever get into it. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm tempting. on I'm looking at his model right now, and I mean, like he just seemed like in all the artwork I ever saw of him, he was so regal looking, and then I'm looking at this model, I'm like, he doesn't look so much regal as he just looks like so busy. Yeah, even um, even on the cover of Birth of the Imperium, I don't think he looks like that. Uh, no, he doesn't. Like he does, he does have like a big shield on like his right pauldron. He does have the, um, he does look similar. He's not as ornate. Actually, he's got the Apollonian spear from the model in there. Yeah. And he's, and he's got like the sun, he, like in the face is the same. Yeah. Uh, but does it have a bunch of junk coming out of no, the No, he doesn't have a bunch of junk coming off of him. He does have the tubes coming out of his face. Oh, okay. And he does have the mohawk. Um, but I don't know. That's that's the beauty of this hobby is we can do whatever we want and tell everyone yeah. else to get fucked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we have a listener list. We do have a listener list. Yeah. So speaking of Veldor and the Emperor. Yeah. Um, he was he was uh, present at the, um, the siege of Terra, but yeah. so at Whispering Forge on Instagram. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a new listener. Uh, he doesn't get to play Heresy 2 too much, but um, he likes it. Uh, he likes likes the likes what we're doing. He asked if we ever get Legion ADD. He can't seem to pick a Legion. Mm-hmm. Um, he's done an Alpha Legion army already, so preferably he doesn't want to do them again. He's just looking for something new. He really likes the Salamanders for their beliefs and looks. He likes the forging and hammer and fire. But I'm really turned off that in the Heresy, they don't do much uh, except Istvan 5. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I like the White Scars, as they did a lot, and also will be at the Siege of Terra, so it gives me something to look forward to. And Painting White will give me a challenge in painting that I'm all set up for colors of that. Um I also like the Blood Angels, though, for a fast-moving force and their use of destroyer units. I like the angelic motif and yet hidden beast within. Thought about doing a Shattered Legions of White Scars and a Blood Angels for the Siege of Terra. Here's what I have so far, too. Mostly is all Mark IV, unfortunately. Well, I mean, that's fine. Yeah. Um, All all the Legions have Mark IV. Yeah, but for those Legions, I feel like it is fitting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely, right? Um. So he's got four 10-man tactical units, Mm -hmm. a 10-man recon squad with shotguns. I like that. I like Mm, that. Uh, Seven-man squad of plasma guns. Um, He's got 10 cataphracti terminators and Mm -hmm. five Tartarus terminators with lightning claws, two chain fists, and then he's got a contemptor dread with two close combat weapons. He also has a seeker squad with some combi plasmas. Yeah, that's that's my pattern, a secret squad. (laughs) And a five-man heavy bolter squad. Okay, and he would like something that screams narrative play and something that you wouldn't see every day either. Well, friend, Whispering Forge, you've come to the right spot. Yes. Um... Yeah, so what I would probably do here, uh, I mean, for one thing, you're going to need two different uh, HQs. Yes. Um, if you want to run, if you want to run a, a right of war, one of them has to either be a Praetor or a Delegatus or a Herald. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally, I mean, I, looking at this, I, I like Armored Breakthrough. Um but then you're gonna have to you're even gonna have to buy that recon squad a, a dedicated transport. Yeah. So what I what I might do where it's Siege of Terra. Um I I know I, I'm gonna go lazy heresy on this one. <laughs> but um actually I'm not sure if you can do Pride of the Legion and Shattered Legions list. You can't. Yeah, okay. Uh so I guess we're not doing lazy heresy, sorry buddy. Um what I would what I would probably do here though is I mean you can blend those tactical units. Uh and you could you could easily do uh, one squad of twenty blood angels and one squad of twenty white scars, but I think I would probably make the tacticals all blood angels, give them close combat weapons, and then you can kind of have them set up a little bit of a of an anvil, and you can have that heavy bolter squad be um, blood angels as well. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Maybe the cataphracti and then the yep. Tartarus as white scars. The Tartarus as white scars. And then mm. I would do the recon squad as white scars. White scars, yeah, yeah. And I would do the seekers as white scars. Yes, I agree. Um, you know what would be good? A, a good HQ for the white scars would be a vigilator for this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, you can have him leading the recon squad. I mean, or. Yeah. Or if you wanted to, because uh, the vigilator can't take a bike, you could do like a champion. Yeah. Um, throw a champion on a bike, give him, give him a paragon blade, uh, and then 
you can kind of throw them with um, with some other jet bikes, and that that'll help you out a little bit with some harrowing. Mm-hmm. And then you can kind of have the the blood angels kind of holding the line a little bit. Yeah. And then when they actually do get to you, those blood angels are going to be able to actually slap out some uh, some close combat attacks as well. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, yeah. I I, w- I don't think I'd go warmonger, um, but the Tartarus Terminators are going to be able to run. They're going to be fast. You yeah. might want to bump those up to a ten man squad. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I, I like the lightning claws on them because you don't see them so too, do too much, but that fits that fits pretty good with with white. I scars. think if, I, I think it fits white scars really well, and I think the main focus of that squad shouldn't be other terminators. You should be going and looking mm-hmm. at that tactical squad that's sitting on an objective. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you've you've got a seeker squad with combi plasmas. You've got they're plasma they're going out. Squad. Yeah. Even the cataphractic terminators. I mean, the cataphractic. I think I would how, probably leave in your back line. As a, um, as a second like support almost it's it's going to be kind of because i mean if if we're theming this around siege of terror you want to think about defense as well as offense yeah. right yeah so you're kind of balancing that both yeah. both edges of the sword here um and i think this does it really really nicely because you can you can make your forward your forward striking because if you if you think of a if striking with a sword, you're going to go forward and then you're going to pull back if it's yeah. got, if it's double double edged, right? Yeah. Double edged is going to be kind of as a bit of a, a defensive defensive stride. So the front edge of your blade is going to be those white scars. Like see if you can see if you can add in some um, some jet bikes or some speeders, like because they they have their they have their limited speeder as well. Yeah. And I actually I really like the jet bikes, like because um, they they're going to fill up some of your fast attack and they can fill mm. up some of your heavy support as well. Yeah. Uh, and you don't necessarily even need a right of war to go along with this, but um, I think there is one that's just for loyalists, uh, a shattered there, legions loyalist list. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't have it in front. Yeah, of Yeah, I, I don't have it in front of me either, unfortunately. Um, let me see what I can find. Give me a, give me yeah, a, minute. I mean, you nor- keep talking. Nor- normally I have my book right here, ready to go, but I guess I'm a little disorganized tonight. Sorry, everybody. Um, but, uh, that, that might give you some bonuses and I think it gives you some bonuses for being in your deployment zone. If I remember correctly. Um, but either way, those cataphracti can kind of hold that back line because if you're playing in a siege of terror, it's a good chance that they're going to have some deep striking units either coming in from teleportariums or coming in and drop pods or storm mm-hmm. eagles or whatever. So you don't want to have that back line that's mostly tactical squads and heavy bolters. No. It's mostly power armor. Yeah. Um, you don't want to have them kind of be this weak linchpin so you can back them up with the cataphracty mm-hmm. the cataphracty are going to kind of pull some aggro where then you can you can rearrange if you have to um or you can you can make a little bit of tactical flexibility out of those tactical units yeah no i agree with you i do i 100 percent agree with you yeah. i think using using the white scars as your forward um force and your blood angels as a um defensive reactive force is definitely going to be your best wombo combo yep exactly right because you you can get some of those glaives in there you can get some of the the hit and run with the jet bikes and and things like that you can harrow them a little bit um and that that'll that'll leave you in a good position to you know you can keep shooting because you know even even though blood angels and white scars they are good uh, in close combat, they're still just as good as every other Marine at shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's something that gets forgotten about a lot. Um, 
there's something to be said for the ubiquitous bolter and and why it it holds such a place in, in yeah. what we call bolter porn, right? Um, and then when they need to, as long as you've got them packed up with extra close combat weapons, it's going to be a nice little flip, nice little switch. You know what? I actually think that the rate of war that would work for this is under the Shattered Legions. I believe it's called Hunter Kill Hunter Killer Mission. I'm, 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 just, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to look it up. I don't yeah. have the book with me. I'm, yeah, I'm Whispering to Forge, do... take a look. Take. I'm sorry we didn't give you the best listener list here, but... Oh <laughs> um... uh, yeah, I mean, like with 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 like I think I think we're on to something with the the idea of the White Scars are your forward, uh, forward yeah. force. The yeah. Dark Angel or the Blood Angels are your your reactive defensive force, but don't undersell that. Uh, I mean, if you if you had that cataphracti, maybe have a you could go with the Praetor with the Blade of Perdition and Terminator armor, um, and that way anything that is dropping in or in your back line, it's not going to be an easy fight yeah. for them. Yeah, and ex- exactly. Uh, I think I think, you can, be... I think you can still take unique characters in Shattered Legions. You just can't take Primarchs. I believe so. I, I yeah. I wish I had the right yeah. book in front of me. Um, I know that they can't take Primarchs. Uh, no, they can't take Primarchs. Yeah, but um, I believe you, I believe you can take unique characters. Just double check that one uh, if you can. Then take Ralderon as your Praetor, mm. um, and then uh, just a nameless a nameless champion for your your White Scars. Um, it says that he does like tanks as well. So some Sicarins or some Predators as White Scars would work really well here too. So yeah, just a quick thing. There's nothing about uh, named characters, just primarchs. Just primarchs, yeah. So take Ralderon, man. Like I, I'm, I'm the best I'm doing right now is one D4, Chad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm uh, quickly doing a quick yeah, search yeah. on no, there. No worries. Uh, I like I said, I, I, I'm positive it's only that you can't take primarchs. You can still take you. Yeah, actually, for sure you can, because like you get Shadrach, Medusin, and yeah, those other guys that survived Isvan that can still be present in Shattered Legions list. Yeah. Um, you know, everyone on Isvan three. Uh, so yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um. Yeah, I would use Ralderon. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Um, because he he is charged with with uh, one of the walls one of the walls of defense in um, I think it it wasn't the first wall. It was lost in the damned, I believe. Okay. Um, and the you know and the white scars do pretty much exactly that. Spoiler alert. Um, it doesn't doesn't really spoil the story, but it's it's a really cool scene, mm-hmm. right? The uh. The blood angels run out, take up positions on the line with the the mortals, with just mm. the, the regular flesh bags, and just start boltering down while the white scars ride out on jet bikes. Yeah, and it's it's fuck it, it's probably been one of my favorite scenes in the Siege of Terror so far. It it was mm. it was awesome. Um, yeah, so I I think I think you get a real. I think you've got a real good idea here, Whispering Forge. I, th- I think I know. You, I know you said that you like box dreads and leviathans and contemptors because you like the models. And damn, I do too. But um, you, you can definitely put some some box knots or uh, or some some leviathans. If you did put the leviathan, I would probably try to give it like as much ranged weaponry as I can. So I, uh, with and that, I would I'd say back line. Blood Angels. Give it the assault nip, assault cannon nipples. Oh, yeah. And yep. uh, and then the uh, our, the Reaper, not Reaper, Auto Cannon. The, the the Auto Cannon has yeah, the Quad uh, Auto Cannon thing. Yeah, yeah, the firepower that it can lay out. I believe it's laying out twenty shots a turn. Yeah, just double up on that. 
Yeah. That's your yeah. anti-air then at the same time. Yeah, yeah. just uh, assault cannons are one of the greatest things that Blood Angels can have. And I, I recommend if you can put it on something, you put it on everything. Just that's my opinion. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a it's a sweet it's a sweet thing. Right? I mean, who, who doesn't love Gatling guns? Oh yeah. I mean, I love Gatling what, guns. What what better to cut down mutants on the and, planes of ball? And the the only time I've only when I was playing my Blood Angels and I had assault cannons on everything that I could, I never once rolled triple ones. Well, there so. you have it. I'm not saying don't don't say <laughs> I'm not saying that it's not gonna happen, but I never had them yet. <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah I I definitely go with a couple of Leviathans and as much firepower as possible. Yeah, I I love this idea. Um, I think I think this is a great like, especially for someone who's more on the hobby side, uh, mm. rather than getting getting too many games to play. I I think you got a real you got a real winner here because I mean you you could play through Beta Garmin with this force. You could play through. Um, Siege of Terra, like you've you've mm. got a lot that you can do with this. Um, oh, it'd just be a fun force to see on the battlefields. Yeah, and, and it's and it's unorthodox, right? Yeah. Like people are going to be so worried about the Blood Angels and what they're doing because of their plus one to hit in close combat. Mm. I think they're going to get a little forgotten about um, on the White Scars. Yeah, uh, or vice versa. They'll be so they'll be so kind of shell shocked by the White Scars that you're going to see them pull some. You're going to be able to pull some sort of. Uh, left hook on them i think mm -hmm. yeah i agree yeah yeah i, I think i think you this, can I take think... any you can take any legion specific units that you want so i mean feel free to flavor with Dawnbreakers. yeah or, sprinkle or with Evan flavor Keshig or um golden keshig actually golden keshig i think are probably really good I, I don't know i think i think that's a great i think it's a great list i think it could be a lot of fun it'd be a lot of fun to see on the table it's thematic and it plays not it's not i want to say it's playing to each army strength but it's it's not and it is at the same time it's playing to its own it's playing to its own strength it's playing to its own strength and utilizing the strengths of the armies themselves yeah so 100 percent uh i like it i'm excited i'm excited to see it i love it. I i'd be excited to, to play against it oh so would i that's a fantastic i i love that he's going with the blood angels white scars shattered legion idea it, yeah. it, it's it's so cool yeah, it is. Uh, it's something that you know. I, I think I, I know. I've never thought about it, but now that it, now that I look at it, I'm yeah, fucking, I love it. Yeah, um, same here. It's, like, it's you, really, it's really fucking tempting. It's, uh, it's a really great idea. Yeah, you asked if we get Legion ADD. Well, here. Oh, uh, yeah, here it is. This, this is it happening yeah. as we speak. So we're, we're living it. <laughs> um, I'm also looking at custodies. <laughs> apparently, oh, yeah. Um, but uh, it's just because the custodies are awesome. They're awesome model. Yeah. Um, if you haven't listened to Master Mankind, get to it. Hop to it, son. Mm. Um, I don't think you've listened to it. I have not. It's fucking good, man. I, 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 I've I, read I was... it and I've listened to it. See, the thing is, I I'm like, I, I've listened to a good chunk of the, the, the beginning books and, and into the middle. And I'm afraid that if I just jump into Master Mankind and the CG Terror stuff, that I'm I, I, I mean I yes should. and no right so like where where are you in terms of the the books uh like you're I, past prospero right oh i'm way past Pros prospero okay yeah so i mean master i'm past Mankind. health i'm past 
Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm so Master of Mankind's kind of taking place at the same time, right? Because it's it's in Master of Mankind is in response to Magnus's folly. Oh, oh, yeah. So like, mo- the the majority of the book is about the war in the Webway. Hmm. Okay. So it like, which is a long maybe before. Deliverance Lost isn't going to get listened to. Maybe it's going to be Master of Mankind. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, t- technically, Deliverance Lost would happen first. Yes, I know. <laughs> no, listen to it in whatever order you want. I, I think uh, I, I, I think I, I did I, Master Mankind before I did uh, Deliverance Lost. I mean, it's the nice I, thing about I've the series. I've been all over it. Like, I, I we all know how it ends. Yeah. So I'm just like I've been all over. It. I've listened. I've listened to, um, them. I'm I'm all over the place. Like I really am. Yeah. I just I will listen to the ones like I'll listen like I when I listen to these books I aim for, uh armies that i'm either playing or looking to build first and then i was like i started trying to do it in order and i pulled up there's a couple people who've done a timeline of the books and when and where they should be listened to and i was just like that was a spider web of complicated bullshit yeah because there's so much of it that's happening at the same time and it's overlapping that as long as you kind of know roughly where in time these things happen, you're good, yeah. you're golden. Um, and you can kind of pick and choose. And, and that's what I've been doing is I kind of just know roughly where things are. So I listen yeah. to them kind of here and there. Yeah. Um, it's, it's yeah, that's the, that's the nice thing about the, the series. But um, yeah. All right. Well, hopefully that uh, helped you out a little bit, Whispering Forge. Yeah. Um, Keep us I up to see date. It. Yeah, I want to see yeah. it too. I guess his name is Josh. I should have just clicked on his thing. Uh, all right well well josh we yeah. can't wait to see it keep us up to date you know oh he's into it he's into it look at that because i gave him a little bit of a, a sneak peek at what, what i was thinking he's yeah. already added to his uh instagram white scars blood angels shattered legion oh let me just i love it baby i love it oh yeah there it is yeah yeah, uh, yeah. that's right on I love it. Uh, yeah, love I it, love it, baby. It. Yeah. Can't wait to see it. It's going to be good. Right on. Okay. So, um, well, why don't we jump right into the Emperor's Children? I was going to say let's take a break, but I think I want to get through it and then take a break. Okay. <laughs> we actually didn't go over the way we what we were going over today. Oh, yeah. Shit, we didn't. Um, so okay, you're going over quick, Emperor's Children? Agenda. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Halfway intro, through. Hobby progress. Uh, listener lists after that. <laughs> Following up with uh, the Emperor's Children and Istvan 3, uh, which I'm going to cover. And then Craig's going to gonna take us home with uh, <laughs> the uh, Death Guard. And Istvan 3. And Istvan 3. That's right. <laughs> so, so, Emperor's Children, your love-hate relationship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like, I, I, I like them. I, I like them largely because they have the, they have the, they fall the farthest and the hardest. Um, you know, I mean, right, right from go They're They're an interesting Legion, right? I, I know that we usually try to give like a quick recap of um, what they were before they changed, like before the, the, the foundation of the Primarch, but they, these the third Legion was always the Emperor's children right yeah. from go um they were they were plucked from children uh of noble birth mostly throughout europa uh, mm. and uh and and each family was more than willing to to give up kind of like their firstborn son to go into the legions uh mm. to kind of become this this something that's better um yeah 
so I, it's it's kind of every kid that wasn't right to go into the custodian guard kind of went into the emperor's children is kind of how I feel. So, I mean, okay. if you if you want to do like a nice early like unification wars uh, kind of themed list and you're someone who likes custodians and and likes emperor's children, um, that that's a good pairing up. You, know, you could do custodian and then a small contingent of the emperor's children. Uh, and, and the reason for that is that even, even throughout the unification wars, they were largely used as support for imperial army, as emissaries for the emperor. Um, they were kind of used as a parade and, and a show. They were used for banner, banner bearing, bodyguards. Um, sometimes they were used uh, as, as agents um, because they, they, they were so highly competitive and so highly obsessive that even in the early in the early use they they very much kind of picked a path and mastered it mm-hmm. uh, it, it reminds me very much of the eldar and and when i first got back into the hobby um the the eldar was the path that i went down and and yep. i think that's that's largely why why i get so interested in the emperor's children um that that gives you a little more flexibility as well uh even even if you go outside of the Great Crusade, um, it fits really well with having Imperial Army allies, Imperial Militia allies, mm-hmm. Solar Auxilia allies. Um, it gives you a lot of flexibility so you don't have to run a pure Marine force if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they were largely seen and largely utilized as shock troops uh, with heavy machine support. So having an armored breakthrough list um, would not be out of theme. Nope. Uh, it would it would fit very well, um, or the one that allows you to take like uh, land raiders. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That like that that one would be huge. Just flat out those land raiders straight at stuff. Power of the machine spirit, one of the weapons. Have the other Laz cannon, which is twin linked anyway, so it's going to be kind of like you're hitting on a five, mm-hmm. uh, four and a half, I guess. But um, you can get up there, you can charge out of those land raiders, and then you're going to be getting your your initiative bonuses on the charge. Um, and yeah, yeah, that 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 I think is again. I clearly, I have I have a love affair with Armored Breakthrough. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, I like hard on for that one. I do. It's it's sweet, right? It's so ubiquitous. Like it's you know what I mean. It's just it's rhinos. It's mm. rhino armor carriers, marines getting out with bolters on full auto, just mm. gunning stuff down. And then when you know when they finally get to those marines, they just start chopping and hacking with chainsaws. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're uh, they they really got to um, to secure their position as the the children of the emperor, and uh, and they really solidified themselves as as a standout. Um, during the Proximan betrayal, uh, where the Emperor's children, the Third Legion, were deployed alongside uh, a contingent of custodies, mm-hmm. and uh, the Emperor became gravely wounded by a vortex weapon that mm-hmm. one of these one of these techno barbarian warlords had tucked away, and the Third Legion actually held off and protected the dying Emperor until the custodies were able to rejoin the fight and then they actually turned around and, and cleaned it up. Oh yeah. So, oh. Uh, you know, the, ni- some ni- nice little ideas to kind of theme. If you want to have a Terran heavy force, like if you're going to do, um, you know, if you're, if you're going to do return to Istvan on the loyalist side, mm-hmm. uh, you've got a couple of options. Um, you know, in, instead of heavy machine support, because most of these Return to Istvan games are being played in in Centurion mode, you, you can have uh, a bit of a heavier reliance on jet bikes or a bit of a heavier reliance on um, 
uh, skimmers, Outriders. Uh, Outriders as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I was uh, javelin was what I was javelins, land speeders. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. Um, provide you with a little bit of that machine support, um, or even you know uh, another dreadnought. Um, but I mean, if you're mm. playing loyalist and you can take Rylanor, you should. Uh, he gives mm. he gives a great buff. Um, especially oh yeah. You're packing back. Um, and and actually Rylanor is is Terranborn as well. So I mean, feel free to convert one up that's not damaged if you're playing some some. Uh, unification wars games if you're if you're going up against uh you know that that guy's sweet sweet thunder warrior army mm-hmm. um i know i want to fight it <laughs> i just want to put together like some custodies and butcher them <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh they they did have a bit of a hiccup though um they did have a gene seed crisis which was uh, considered to be sabotage uh as the emperor took to luna and began to reclaim the gene facilities on Luna. Um, the Storm Eagle that was carrying all of the data uh, for the, the Emperor's children mm-hmm. was actually shot out of the sky or crashed and burned. It's, it's a little fuzzy on what it is, but there's a lot to indicate that it was actually um, sabotage. Uh, and that actually mm-hmm. brought the Emperor's children down to about 200 Marines oh. with, with no way to replenish them. So this might this might kind of give us a signal to to why there's such a divide uh, between the Terrans and the um, the Emperor's children from Chemos, uh, because it wasn't until they rediscovered Fulgrim that they were actually able to start to recreate new Emperor's children, and mm. those those traits that we saw the 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 albinism, um, you know the violet eyes and that that highly competitive and obsessive attitude. I think you start to see become a little more exacerbated. Okay, that's where you get that's where you get kids like Lucius in there, who become extremely obsessive, extremely hungry for their own success. Mm-hmm. Uh, personal glory comes up above legion lives. Uh, you know, idol on a yeah. murder comes to mind. Yeah. Um, and and I think that that kind of sets the table for for their fall from grace. Sal Tarvitz, he was Terranborn, wasn't he? He was Terranborn. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You uh, you definitely see that the divide, and when I discuss the Death Guard, you'll see that that continues between the the Marines that came from the planet the the Primarch was found on, and then the Terranborn. That usually seemed to be the divide in the, within the the legion itself yeah and even the raven guard had a bit of a divide because the the raven guard um the 19th legion that existed before korax was really close to being night lords uh slash sons of horus um i think Mm. they hung around with the sons of horus quite a bit Mm. uh and probably the dark angels a decent amount because it was very much like just brutal weaponry like just carve a path man get the job Mm. done absolute shock and awe um and uh and then eventually Korax actually exiled kind of who was left of the terrans mm-hmm. yeah uh but that's for another day yeah we'll discuss that when yeah we so, but so while they were um sorry go ahead no 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 go i was Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, oh, you're trying to get us back on track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so after Fulgrim kind of gets discovered and and the Legion is is in the process of being built back up to full speed, uh, Fulgrim actually gets tossed in with uh, with Horus uh, mm-hmm. to kind of learn the ropes 
you know, he does he does his training his his training program with Horus. So when you're building your Emperor's Children Army, that actually gives you a little bit of influence that you can work into it as well. Um, you know, we we talked about uh, how how they were very much shock troops. Well, when we went over the Horus legions, they you know they're very much about swift and hard and direct, um, absolute destruction, yeah. shock properties. Right, um, mm. Fulgrim, uh, he's a little more patient, striking. He's subtle, flexible, and he, he's got a lot of tactical acumen, not unlike Gulliman. Mm. So you can kind of blend those things, those two things together. Um, you can you can have your flexible units, but you can also back them up with some hard and fast striking units. So uh, assault marines um, fit in very nicely, especially yeah. with the uh, the influence from the Reavers. Mm-hmm. Um, jet bikes, Outriders. I, I like jet bikes for the Emperor's Children. Again, the, the, the reason being is that they're so highly competitive. They yeah. consider themselves the best. They're, they're going to want the best equipment, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, even even in the early days, their their armor was embossed. It was engraved. They they were you know covered in purity seals and well, they're the pretty boys. Yeah, absolutely, right. They were pride. They were prideful. Yes. Um, and uh, the other thing that I kind of I see with that, and I think can give you some really unique builds that would be fun and challenging to use, is that each squad is very much specific to its purpose and its specialization. Mm-hmm. So even though the army itself, the Legion, has some tactical, fle- tactical flexibility, within its core units, it doesn't have too much flexibility because everything is built for a specific reason. Yes. And they become obsessed with what they're doing and how they're perfecting it. Yeah, they, 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 I remember listening to Return to or uh, Play of the Eisensteins, and they were talking about how they were like, che- the uh, Emperor's children were like, chess pieces moving on a chessboard they all knew exactly what they had to do and they executed that perfectly every time they yep. didn't falter from that they didn't change the plan the pl- everyone knew exactly what they were going to be doing exactly like uh for example there's there's kind of a, a renowned heavy support squad of las cannons and they're known as the sun killers because they they're so pinpoint accurate they're so absolutely used and and they've perfected the art of mastering this incredibly cumbersome weapon mm-hmm. that they can hit at the same time, same target to the point where it looks like a son is dying. Oh, geez. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's a cool unit definitely to fit in there. Uh, mm. It doesn't say if they went loyalist or traitor, so I don't know, put them in both sides, <laughs> <laughs> but um, there's a big, a big importance on speed and maneuverability that comes comes with the Emperor's Children as well. So, like I mentioned, jump packs, land speeders, mm-hmm. sky hunters. Um, something you can do with them to kind of really jazz them up is you can you can get some banners, get some banner poles, mm-hmm. stick those off of the back of the the jet bike, right? Think think kind of the think the old, um, the old Eldar jet bikes. Yeah. Right. They all they all had a banner. They were kind of sat back, like very much the same sort of thing. Yeah. Um, they they had uh, they had a big favorability for grav attacks. And I think that's because that allows them to be masters of the battlefield. They own the battlefield. Yeah. So you can start dropping a lot of grab bombards, things that are going to create difficult terrain, mm-hmm. and then things that you can kind of dodge it with, like sky hunters, or jump over it with jump packs, or yeah, or, or whatever. So right? they're basically with their their focus was to focus on not so much focus. Sorry, uh, they controlled the battlefield 
and narrowed passages and forced uh, their opponents to go around things where they would be able to just go over it or avoid it altogether. Yeah, ex- exactly. And that's why Mara's Scarrow works so great as an Emperor's Children theme, mm-hmm. um, regardless if you're loyalist or traitor, uh, because it fits with that that importance on speed and maneuverability, right? It's elite and fast attack slots. Mm-hmm. They get to come in on the turn that you want them to because you're, you're the master of your battlefield. You're the master of your strategy. You're going to execute it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know that's why land speeders, sky hunters, things like that are awesome to come in off mm-hmm. the side. They gain outflank, so they're going to come right in around the side. Um, you know, or or the storm eagle actually is in fast attack as well. Pack that bad boy full of terminators. Yeah, bring that in, Mariscara, um, and just rip it in. Cestus assault ram. That's a heavy support, but it looks cool, so I like it. Yeah, um, it I meant, yeah, exactly. They also have a rigid command structure. Uh, and I, I think this is where you can kind of blend these things to make a really cool and really thematic force. Um, it's something that we don't really see, but uh, it's similar to the way that a right of war unlocks units, because their command structure is so rigid, and, and if I was to do the Emperor's Children again, this, this is honestly how I would do them, but um, they're not going to be taking mix and matches of units and just falling in line with you know, ex Praetor. Yeah. Um, I, I think, I think what, if you can kind of group your stuff together, like sky hunters, land speeders, et cetera, you should have an HQ unit that's going to command those guys. Right. So let's say you want to replicate the sun killers, like the last cannon squad. Yeah. Take the armistice. Okay. Take an armistice and then maybe take another, uh, heavy support squad or another support squad, um, equip them however you want, but then those guys kind of fall in line under their commanding officer because it's it's that rigid up mm. to the top. Yeah. Right? Obviously, then your warlord's going to either be a praetor, eidolon, um, if you're let's just follow the traitor line for this one, yeah, you know, yeah. or fulgrim. Um, if if you take fulgrim, that opens you've got three spots now. So you can take you can take a champion. Mm-hmm which is going to kind of represent your weapon master vets, your Palantine blades, your Phoenix terminators. Mm. Um, you can have, and then, you know, you can throw another champion onto a jet bike. Yeah. Right. And have him running around with the sky hunters uh, and the land speeders. And now all of a sudden you've got this really rigid command structure, which creates a really rigid, everything has a purpose in the army. And it's mm-hmm. going to be so cohesive that it's going to look like a professional military force. Mm. And it's it's going to leave a very realistic. It's going to it's going to leave real more. I shouldn't say realistic because it's future fake history, but mm-hmm. um, you know it, it's going to create a very similar gap to what the Emperor's Children had, and and it's going to create that gap because when you're so prideful and so perfect, you overlook these things, right? Yeah. And when you're in such a rigid command structure, you lose some of that flexibility that you pride yourself on. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's ironic and irony is absolutely at the heart of the emperor's children. Mm. And the more you can, the more you can embody that in your, in your army, the, the more beautiful it's going to be, the more it's going to stand out and the less it's going to look like I just tried to optimize this list. Yeah. Right. Still try to optimize it, obviously, but it's going to be a bigger challenge to optimize it into three components. And then those three components are going to be 
You're going to have to master them to the point where you can bring them in at the right time. Because I'm assuming you'd use Mariscara for this. You're yeah. going to be wanting to get perfect charges off every time, and then you're going to be want to you're going to want to be abusing the the Emperor's Children buffs wherever you can to mm. kind of sweeping advance and you know sh- show that that level of perfection off. Mm. Um, and I, I think it can be beautiful. There, there's there's a lot of models that you can do you can use as well to kind of get some sweet conversions in here. Mm. Uh, the Praetor Tribune model, if you can get your hands on one of them, perfect. Like that that's that's a perfect example of who can lead kind of your Terminator squads or you know your Phoenix Terminators and your Palatine yeah. blades. Um, the the sword the the blade on his Paragon blade looks extremely similar uh, mm. to to the Charnable Sabers that come with the, the Palantine Blades and to the blade of the the uh, Phoenix Spears. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sigismund, yeah. if you want to inject a little Terran influence, right? Um, because he does look very knightly. He looks very noble, and he's got uh, he's got eagle heads on him. Yeah. He, he's an easy one to use. Uh, the Pollux, Pollux, uh, same thing. Right. Um, the other, the other one that I used, uh, it's mostly emperors, or it's mostly imperial fists that make really good bases for this, um, for the emperor's children, uh, especially for Istvan three, mm-hmm. the imperial fist command squad. Mm. Yeah, absolutely yeah. perfect. Absolutely perfect. There's a lot of filigree on them. Um, there are some eagle heads. You got to shave a little bit of, you know, the odd imperial fist emblem off, but. Man, like some of the most beautiful command sets available, and it's just uh, it's 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 dynamite. You you have so much that you can do with an Emperor's Children army, and so much that you can do to Actually, to pre it up. On on that note, I've seen uh in my Facebook and on Instagram, I've seen a couple of people do some really awesome conversions with the Custode 40k bikes. You know the big eagle yep. heads. Yep. Perfect. In my opinion, for like if you like, there's a lot there's a lot of guys out there that have uh, tutorials on how to change them up to make them uh, Space Marine jet bikes. Yep. Uh, I would. Uh, I've seen. I saw a guy paint them up in the purple. He did them for his his Emperor's Tron. I thought it was the most fantastic idea because it has a big giant eagle head on the front of it. Yep. On on that note, the 40k Custode Terminators. I've seen someone use them like just the bodies and the heads as uh Tartarus Terminators. So they use the Tartarus Terminator arms and I shoulder used them pads. as cataphracty. Okay. When I when I had them. Um, you, you used you did you did that? Yeah, I did I did that for a command squad. Oh. Um because they come with the axes. Yep. And so it's like perfect. These these match the halberds because they're more described. Like Phoenix Terminators are actually more described as having halberds. Yeah. So I'm like these can be a more elite. Um, my plan was to pack them into a land raider with um, Fulgrim. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and then they've they've got a giant more of his chosen chosen guard kind of. Yeah. Thing. Exactly. Right. Um. And they they weren't they weren't too hard to convert. I um I did swap the shoulder pads. Yeah. Uh, and I swapped those for Tartarus shoulder pads. Makes sense. Um, because you I think the get... guy did similar, something similar. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You, you can get them with like a little more filigree and stuff added to them. So they, they just look fancier, but yeah. then they still have, they still have the turges that come out from underneath. Um, but the, the boot looks like a cataphracty boot. It does. I'm looking at them right now. It does look like it's got that chunky. Yeah. That chunky. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. and the and the face mask looks very similar um the helm looks very similar to the it's it's a more rounded more smooth but it mm. does look very similar to the phoenix terminators um yeah i i was gonna like press mold a bunch of heads mm. from the phoenix terminators and put them in there and then i just got lazy and i just put the i just put the heads the heads that came with it in um well they they, they look very um they look the part they, they do they look the part yeah. um they yeah, work I, well I, for converting up uh ultramarine terminators as well i yeah i could see that too yeah 100 percent. i mean i just think that um i'm looking at the models right now i do agree with you i could see being that the bulk and the size of them cataphracte would make more sense over tartarus yeah uh but either way i mean I, I, you, great ideas. Like I, you know, I kind of think it's funny that the emperor's children are the ones that have seem to have the most ability to customize, like 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 taking other u- units from other game systems and and customizing them to make them emperor's children. Uh, I, I didn't. I never expected the emperor's children to be the the, the army that you could do that the most. With. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's tons of stuff, right? I mean, you can pull, you can pull from the um, Vanguard veterans. You can pull from yep. the uh, Stern Guard veterans. You can pull from the Masters of the um, Yeah Masters mm-hmm. of the Masters of the Imperium. Or no, <sighs> no Masters of the Legion. Master, yeah, it's that's not what it's called, but um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the old, has, that old set. Yeah, exactly. It's an older set. It's got like three guys in it. Um, I'll see if I can find it while we're talking, but there's also, there's a guy with a jump pack, uh, that has like a, you know, a big ass double headed ax. Yeah. Um, like he, he would, he would fit. And, and I, I don't know. I mean, I know some people get all about, um, they get all about like, Mark, Oh no, armor. you can't have that jump pack. And I mean, like, why not? <laughs> why can you not have that jump pack? You know what I mean? Uh, um, no, I hear you. Like I'm sure a Forge World somewhere has been manufacturing that jump pack throughout the entirety of the Heresy. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know. Call it like a Deliverance pattern jump pack. Problem yeah. solved, right? Because it comes from Kiavar. Uh Masters of the Chapter. Masters of the Chapter. Yep. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. uh, if if you go there and you click on it, there's one that's in it's that. There's one that kind of looks like Mark Seven. Um, and then two are in Mark six and then one looks like a really pimped up Mark three. And, uh, and he's got, he's got like a power fist and, and, a and a sword like, yeah, actually in, in the, the left, the left pauldron on the guy with the hammer, like it, it looks like the emperor's children emblem, right? It's got a purple jewel with a one wing coming off. (laughs) Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, Okay, does Games Workshop still sell that? Yeah, it's just temporarily out of stock online. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what model that. He has the Thunder Hammer too. He's kind of yep. like holding the cape. Yep, exactly yeah. right. Man, Super that... regal, like oh these guys. Oh my god, that's a perfect. That's a perfect Emperor's Children model. Yeah, exactly. Like it's a perfect oh, kit, I'm right? Kidding. You could you could easily ditch that Thunder Hammer for anything else. Have it mm. rest on his shoulder. Like he, he, this is a, mm. a perfect freighter model. He's got command rope. He's got, mm. uh, yeah, like he's got the the cross that matches the custodian guard cross, right? So he's uh, he's I'm getting I'm getting, I'm getting uh, ADD right now. Yeah, ADHD. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, Jesus. Yeah. Like this. I just thinking about. I need. I'm now. I'm on. I'm games. I'm on games workshop sort of site now. Yep. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. No worries, man. Um. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think about. Like the thing is, and like I want everyone to understand that these things that we're talking about, and then we're like coming up with these ideas. This is we didn't talk about this before. This is a hundred percent right now. We're doing it live, kind of thing. And all I can think about is now an Emperor's Children Army. God damn it. Yeah, you want me to really hurt you a little bit more too? Um, <sighs> I know that the guy's Thunder Warriors look amazing. He's using a bunch of Angron models. Uh, you could very easily use Stormcast Eternals as the basis for that. Yeah, you're right. It's the basis for Thunder Warriors. You might have to like green stuff in some turges and green stuff, you know, steal some cataphracty arm guards and... Mm -hmm. But you can make it happen. It wouldn't be that hard. Mm -hmm. right? Um, especially because tons of them already have giant thunder hammers with lightning bolts coming out of them. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I know. God damn it. I hate <laughs> you right now. <laughs> uh, I will probably have to get some. Like, I feel actually, you know what? I'm, I, I don't know what the fuck this unit is I just clicked on, but they might make a good sanguineous helmet too. And they're big, right? So mm -hmm. good Primark helmet would probably come out of this actually. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. like this one it even looks like a death mask. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, what am I looking at? Sequitors. Um, yeah, it's like it's got it's got a very Dante looking death mask, but it's much larger. It looks like it's got a halo on it. Hmm. Uh, oh, this one actually might be really cool. Oh, yeah, this this I might do actually, because he's got that very like Roman Greek look to him. Yeah. Uh, Sanguinius does. There's an easy-to-build Asterius Soulbright Lord Arcanum. That's a mouthful. But he's got, like, his helmet kind of looks like like a hoplite helmet. Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, it is way over the top, but it's got, it's got like, a big, um, like, horsehair fin on it, kind of like Achilles' helmet had. Yeah. And yeah. then it looks like a death mask. And there's, like, a jewel in the middle of it. Oh, don't I'm not I'm not gonna look. I'm not gonna look. <laughs> I don't want to do a Blood Angels Army too. Oh my god. I'm no. I'm actually I'm on the uh Well I mean at some point you're gonna do a sanguineous, right? So Yeah, I'm I'm on the master master of the chapters right now and I'm like I I want I need this box set. You guys need they need to get this in stock now so they can have my money. <laughs> they need uh, my money, I need these models. I mean Roy up at Thunderground might have one. I'll have to find out. Cause I'm, uh, yeah. Yeah. Fulminators actually have a much more toned down version of that helmet. I might, I might steal that. These guys would make sick Thunder Warriors though. I'm just look. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the Marine, uh, with the Thunder Hammer and the cloak and the, literally the, the, uh, Emperor's Children symbol on his shoulder pad. Yeah. Um just I'm like, yeah, he's he's a praetor, he's a champion, he's something. And he I need him. <laughs> and I need this I I feel like I need all all four of these models for my Maybe Red uh, Claw's going. Oh, maybe. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh right on. So I yeah, I mean ton, tons of customization opportunities, mm -hmm. tons of cool ways to build the army. Yeah. Um really fluffy. It's going to create a real unique challenge for you and then once you beat somebody with it, you can be extra smug. Yeah. It's, 
Because you did it perfectly. That's right. Because you did it perfectly. Because you did it perfectly. Uh, yeah, no, I, they, uh, I, I like how there, there, there's a lot of irony in the fact that they're so perfect they can't even see their own flaws. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Exactly. Irony is not lost on me. Nope. Too bad it's lost on them. <laughs> I also think it's funny that even now they still call themselves the Emperor's Children. Like they they've fallen so far from grace, and they hate the emperor, but yet they still call themselves the emperor's children. Yeah, well now I think it's just to get at him. Yeah, I think it's just a big f you. Yeah, <laughs> just just some terror tactics. Although like the art for the forty k noise marines are creepy as fuck, and I love it. Mm, it's it's yeah. uh they've released like a lot of new art for it, and it's just oh, kind of dark as shit. Yeah, they had, like their masks or their helms are twisted as shit, and mm. they're awesome. Um, really cool looking. Uh, but it's neither here nor there. All right, why don't we take a quick break? Yeah, we're gonna take a quick um, break, and uh, we'll be right back. Take us through the Death Guard, please. Well, you know, uh, when I was doing my research for the Death Guard, a whole lot of things started making sense all of a sudden. So the Death Guard were mainly, when they, the Terranborn ones, were mainly founded uh, in the Northern Hemisphere, specifically in the region that we know as Russia. And that, okay. that made, everything after that made 100% sense. Do we have any Canadians? In the, in I don't the know. Horus I'm gonna have to do my research. It's probably like, it's probably the second legion. Oh. Well, we can't kick those aliens off that planet, eh? That just no, be rude. sorry, that'd be too rude. <laughs> Fucking purge them. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so they were, uh, they actually, um, did not. They were one of the, uh, where they that area of Earth or Terra. 
was actually fighting against the emperor and they did finally bow down to the emperor um and they were uh, they were they reluctantly i guess you could say so there's always a little bit of hesitation there yeah uh and a little bit of maybe dislike for the emperor i feel like he 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 made too many people bow down forcefully um and you, you, maybe that's why eighteen or nine of his legions decided to walk off, you know. Uh, but yes, yeah, so uh, they were they were not known as the Death Guard. Uh, in the beginning, they were known as Dusk Raiders. Um, they obviously they actually lived up to that name, and would usually attack at dusk. Yeah. Um, they were well known for it, and the, their a lot of armies just as soon as they saw them coming, just drop their weapons and you know, we give up. Like, like, true, like, waving the white flag kind of thing. Uh, they, their tactics did not change really when they met up with Mortarian. They've always been heavy boots on the ground, move forward. Um, just more the warfare of just uh, throw more bodies at it. Uh, that, that water over a stone. Yeah. Um, think of uh, uh, World War Z. Just the zombies piling up against the wall. That would be the Death Guard. Like they just throw more bodies at it. Throw more bodies at. It. And that that's that's their tactic. Um, they when they did finally meet Mortarian, and they actually met him, uh, fairly late. He was one of the last one last Primarchs to be found. Uh, and they actually took pride in being the they called themselves the orphan legion mm-hmm. uh because they took pride in it because they were still making similar accomplishments to legions that already had their their leash and they took pride in the fact that they were just as good as these legions that already had their primarch um when they met up with mortarian on barbarous uh, Bar- and Barbarous is uh, a hellish landscape to begin with. Uh, I mean, Mortarian had a shitty upbringing. Um, he was founded by one of the uh, the lords um, on, on Barbarous. And I, the best I can say is they are some form of a warp spawn of some sort. Or tainted by the warp. Um, they used basically the uh, humans that lived down in the valleys where they the corrosive air uh, or corrosive, at- corrosive atmosphere was a, a lot less uh, where it was manageable for um, humans to breathe. They basically use them as human cattle. Uh, think of it like um, Van Helsing, uh, the vampires would come down and to the village and terrorize the village. Well, these, these Lords would do the same thing. They come okay. down to terrorize the villagers basically um so it's just the von karst now ends up on a map. yeah pretty much um for those, for those warhammer fantasy fans they were they also were very uh very the lord the lords over the planet uh then there were several of them they're basically like they were fighting these lords fought each other all the time uh they uh had a very significant psychic connection and this again leads me to thinking that they were um uh, warp spawns or warp tainted in some way and it also leads to mortarian's dislike for psychers which is funny because his legion is riddled with psychers 
Yeah, but he doesn't know. He doesn't know. I, his first captain was a psyker. I mean, how about whatever? I have a Death Guard army. I still think Mortarian's an idiot. I do. I don't know why. I just I, there's something about him specifically I just, I've never connected with. Yep. Um, maybe because he's uh, vaping all the time. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, I, I did, after listening to Flay of the Eisenstein and seeing his interactions with Garrow, I, I was like, okay, yeah, maybe he's not half bad. Uh, it was, he's still like, the, everything with the whole uh, um, Edict of Nikea and his whole dick move with Magnus and all that. And I just, he always comes off as, I find him arrogant when it comes to psychers. Especially when he hates them so much, but yet, like I said, his legion is just riddled with hidden psychers, including Callus Typhus. Yeah, you know, like his first captain is is a psyker. Uh, he's only a level one psyker. I mean, if he had been trained a little bit better and or trained, period, and you taught to you know uh, how to really harness his powers, he who, who knows he could be on the same level as uh, Araman doubtful but i mean nobody's on Araman's level no no one's on Araman's level but uh you know he could have been a high level psyker i mean he could have been but again with 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 the death guard and mortarian uh the emperor came down and he did help them take barbarous um he he didn't reluctantly uh his his he did follow the emperor very easily uh, he he was there was no reluctance to it. Um, there was a definite later on towards just before Istvan. There was a definite hatred, not hatred, but very strong dislike between Barbarous Born and Terran Born Marines. Uh, being that the the Terran Born Marines were holding on to customs that the uh, Barbarous death guard just had no interest in like they the death guard were very much simplistic no filigree they're like the exact opposite of the emperor's children like very bare bones like when they're describing um that makes them a good partner for today's episode oh yeah see when they're describing the eisenstein it's a it's just a ship. It is literally if it does if it does if something doesn't have a function other than looking pretty, it's not there. Like when they're talking about when they're describing the uh, the uh, bridge of the ship, it's just girders. Like there's no there's not even walls. It's just girders and and pedways uh, pedways um steel rampways and stuff like that. Like it is. If it doesn't have a function, it doesn't need to be there. They're very a very simplistic army, and that's one of the things a lot of people don't realize when it, when they're with the uh, paint on the army, uh, the white. That's not that's not paint. That's just the color of ceramite. Just bare ceramite. Yeah. It's just bare ceramite. It's a off white, slightly beigeous, beigeous, beigey white. Is what it yeah, is. just or, look up just look up bare ceramics. Yeah, yeah, it's it, yeah, and uh, th- they kept their um, filigree and whatnot to a very m- bare minimum, and that was one of the things that the Terrans did. Still, the Terranborn Death Guard they still lend to the idea of 
they held on to traditions that you know even Mortarian was really not for he just he 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 was not a extravagant extravagant guy himself um when it comes to building a list i mean really you i i can see one right like the right of war uh that they have i'm just pulling it up here sorry the reaving the reaving it pretty much some it sums them up the best it really does It, it it is all about as many marines on the ground as possible and that is shown through have being able to take your heavy support squads as troop non-compulsory troop choices um these guys uh they are they can be in my opinion one of the hardest hitting armies and one of the armies where you maximizing your troops filling your troop choices out with as many guys as possible is one of the best things you can do for them um they are not a close combat army by they can't they have close combat elements to them like the death shroud yep but they're not a close combat army they're just they're really not uh they they can hold their own they're still space marines but their their real um benefit is uh firepower bringing buttloads of firepower to the table and buttloads of marines um, I, I, well, I, th- would... I think you could actually you could probably make a fairly effective um, close combat death guard army uh, especially if you're using like Mournival event rules right um, fill up yes. on heavy destroyers fill up on destroyers uh, as your, your typical troops right because mm-hmm. you're going to want to get them in you're going to want to abuse those rad grenades get them close and oh yeah, yeah. The, death, the death shroud just kind of mop up like I'm not saying that they're not a great or they're not they're not an assault army, but I'm just saying they're not gonna be a great they're not, it's not what they're gonna excel at. They're gonna excel at burning it well not burning it to the ground, but you know, blowing it blowing it up, shooting it to shit, like reeling it with bullet holes. Um they could I could also see them working with a working well with an armored breakthrough, because again, you're talking about Marines in rhinos, and they're gonna get out and they're just gonna lay that firepower down, right? Yeah. Uh Motarian, he's uh he's an all right. Primark, he's four twenty five. He has interesting rules. I mean, his shadow walk's really good. He's one of yeah. the few Primarchs that, and and I mean, admittedly, this is to to Alex Flax like um credit. Yeah. Because he very is very familiar with my fucking shenanigans, um, mm. and he will pull Mortarian out of a unit when he comes up against me, yeah. and just have him shadow walk around, literally taking the souls out of my fucking guys. Oh yeah. Uh, as soon as He's he figured me too. out, I have not like I don't think I've beaten him since he figured it out. <laughs> like, because oh. um, uh, I came close a couple times, but then it's just like that shadow walk, man. That shadow walk, yeah. As soon as he he disconnects from. Usually, I think he has them with grave wardens. He breaks yeah, them so, off, yeah. w- off from the grave wardens. The grave wardens take the hit, and then Mortarian just does whatever the hell he wants. He just yeah. goes after whoever he wants, and you can't stop him because he baits you with Mortarian and those grave wardens. He baits your Death Star with them, yeah. and then just blinks out of existence. 
Yeah, and where where I don't have a Death Star, but I rely on on you being in a Death Star to get rid of it. Yeah. Um, it takes a lot of my effort to get rid of Mortarian, and I have to deal with him when he's doing that. You also um, have to deal with the, the the Grave Wardens too. Yeah, but then I got to deal with the rest of the army, and and yeah. I think that's that's how he started. Like he he was pulling me apart, right? Mm. Because it's oh shit, now I need to put everything that could probably deal with the Grave Wardens over here to try to deal with Mortarian. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, he's torn me apart. He, uh, his Death Guard have uh, whooped my Blood Angels' ass. Uh, they've whooped my Dark Angels. I mean, and he, cause he, he, he's been playing the, uh, the Death Guard for, for a number of years now. For, yeah, like since, since he got started, I think. No, no, no. He did, uh, Iron Warriors first. And oh, then made the Death Guard. So easy shift. Yeah, it was, it was an easy shift. Um, I also don't, I've never understood with, with when it comes to the Death Guard why they weren't, looked as a siege army themselves like no one ever puts them in the same book or same uh you know they don't look at them as the same as the iron warriors because I, I think they're just as good at being a siege army as the iron warriors i i, I think i think in the lore yes they, they are a good siege army mm. but where the iron warriors won't like leave a planet completely <laughs> uninhabitable yeah Yeah. i think i think that's where it changes right and and perturabo he is he is a a more intelligent primark i think than than mortarian right and he's got he's got better strategy Um, i i can i I can agree with that he's more he he's all he's always thinking and thinking the best way to utilize things whereas mortarian just throw more varieties at it yeah, exactly. Right. Whereas if, if that's the appropriate strategy, Perturabo will do it. He has, he has no disregard. He has no yeah. regard for his, his, yeah, uh, his, Marines, his men. Yeah, yeah. His Marines. Um, but if that's not, if that, if there is a more effective strategy, then he will utilize it. Right. Or, or he'll, he'll create new yeah. invention or instead yeah. of being like, ah, oh, whatever, we'll just start farming more planets. Cause yeah, I, I really feel like with Motarian, it was a, some kind of a one-trick pony like just his his whole yeah his whole idea was to irradiate everything make the ground you walk on uninhabitable after you've walked on it and just throw as many bodies as you can at the problem like that it was it was just it seemed like that was the one and only way of doing things and yeah i i you can definitely use assault marines especially with rag grenades get your get yourself an hq with rag grenades jesus rag grenades are so effective they're so great reducing your opponent's toughness by one is gives you a huge advantage yeah i mean it make if you especially if you're going like especially if you're marine to marine yeah or even if you're going against custodes because suddenly your power fist those yeah that's gonna id them yeah exactly Mm -hmm. it's the little things that 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 they 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 do i i i like the death guard one i like the color scheme uh, I've always liked that 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 off white um, with the green. I know when I do my green, my green is a lot brighter than most people. A lot of people do it with an olive drab style green. Um, that does put mine make mine stand out a little bit more or stand out differently from a lot of other people. And we've discussed this in our very first episode. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it's a stylistic choice, right? Yeah, yeah, it was just a style choice. But again, I still went with the idea of boots on the ground, throw. Because I, I still theme my army around the reaping, um, and I have even even in a uh, fifteen hundred point force, I'm still rocking fifty marines. 
Yeah, 50 Marines. I mean, 50 Marines. Not, if not shy. No, and I mean, 20 or no, yeah, 20 of those Marines are missiles and Vulkites. Like I'm, I'm, I took full advantage of the the heavy support ability. Like, yeah, I feel like it. It may be overkill, but it's definitely thematic for what it is. Um, because it, it really does. It plays into the uh, Death Guard's strengths. They have the ability to make their heavy support choices a troop choice. Take advantage of it. That being said, I also have a lot of like regular Marines on the ground too. Like the backbone of any army, what it should be is tactical Marines. Tactical, tactical Marines, Marines yeah. more and more tactical Marines. Um, I do think an armored breakthrough could really work well for the Death Guard. And again, we talk about armored breakthrough like it's the best thing since sliced bread. But when it comes to a lot of these lists, a lot of these armies, it if you're not doing a drop pod assault, it can be a it's a great it's a great uh, alternative to getting your guys up there quickly and taking advantage of the uh, the transports. Yeah, yeah. I I mean it's it's ubiquitous, right? And mm-hmm. I mean. Maybe I just want to see more of it, and maybe that's that's my whole, whole obsession with it. Um, I mean, it's such such a common tactic, right? Like the other one, I'd love to see more of, um, and I don't think if it's the Death Card is like I think it's called Angel's Wrath. That's the one. With oh yeah, the Storm Eagles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Angel something. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, like there's so many great right of wars out there, and they just get they just get math hammered out. Well, they get um, they get lost to easy hammer, and that's picking. Uh, and I'm 100. I've done it many, multiple times, picking uh, Primarch's chosen, or yep. yeah, Primarch's chosen. Is that it? Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, I think you're thinking Pride of the Legion. Pride of the Legion. Sorry. They're they're Pride. pretty much the same. Yeah, they're pretty much it's pretty much the same, right? Um, yeah, except Primarch's Chosen moves him out of the Lord of War slot and puts him in puts the, him in the HQ. DHQ slot so he can kind of be cheeky and be like, oh, you killed him, but you don't get the price of failure. Yeah. But then if you kill him, fucking the rest of the army is useless at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, he then has to table you with what's left or else he's not scoring shit. Yeah. But, yes, like, so, yeah, Pride of the Legion, it just, it was... And I'm I was horrible for this. I've I've played so many armies with Pride of the Legion. I like thinking about it now. It was it's an overused. Right it's lazy heresy. Yeah, and I've done it. I think we've all done it. Well, maybe not you. I've never done it. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> but yes, never. I have I have done Pride of the Legion. But I'm seeing the more we talk, just on this podcast, not even our conversations outside of this. The more we talk, just doing this podcast, the more I realize that there's there's a much brighter world out there for heresy, and Pride of Legion is not the be end to end all. And I think just my like every time we we come up with when me and you talk about okay, what are we gonna do for the next episode, and then we okay, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna talk, you're you're gonna talk about this, I'm gonna talk about this, and then I go and do my research. I go off and do my research. You go do yours. I always find something that I didn't even know, and I've been playing this game for six seven years now i've had I, I i've been playing heresy for yes yeah, since about 2013 but i started collecting in 2012 
So I've been playing for seven years and I'm still finding out things. I'm like, wow, how how did I not know about this? Like, if you guys want any, any uh, an example of this, look at our underutilized HQ episode or our underutilized uh, unit episode. Like, just just listen yeah. to those ones and you'll understand how there's so much more to this to this game that we are uh, we're not looking at. Um, and it even goes for rights of war, which I mean, we could do an entire uh, episode on just underutilized rights of war. Oh yeah, it's most of them. No, it's most of them. It's any. <laughs> it's pride and illusion, right? Because uh, then, then you got all the other like underutilized rights um, that that come from uh, you know legion specific. Yeah. As well, um, you know, there's 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 some legions like the Raven Guard where you will see like both of them get used. Yeah. Both of their legion specific ones get used. Uh, Emperor's Children actually. Yeah. Um, it's it's usually a mix of Third Company Elite or or, or Maruscara. Um, Maruscara. Yeah. Uh, although I have I have seen some um, I have seen some good jet bike ones. Okay. Uh, which is which is nice, right? Mm-hmm. Changes it up a little bit. Um. Obviously, you wouldn't you wouldn't be taking Fulgrim in that list, I wouldn't think. But no, no. Yeah, I mean, uh, like it it doesn't it doesn't have to be the, the there's there's a lot of strategic value that you can't math hammer out on a lot of these units, and I think that's that's the missing variable. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's such a complex game, you can't look at it just in terms of numbers, because if if you do, it's never going to be balanced. It's yeah. never going to be balanced. But once you start kind of taking these alternate views, um, you know, how, how can I use this in maybe a different way, right? Yeah. Um, harrowing units. Like, we were, you know, we were talking about, like, the, the double-edged sword of the the uh, Blood Angels and the White Scars earlier. Um, yeah. The Shattered Legion list. Like, there's, there's so many things you can do that can just change the game a little bit because you're going to have to force your opponent to think differently. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's going to break the mold. It's going to change the norm, right? It's, you know, all of a sudden he shows up, you know, he shows up to a blood angels game. He expects that he's going to have to fight day of revelation. Mm-hmm. And instead it's all jet bikes. Yeah. Right? Or it's armor uh, breakthrough or, or it's it... armor breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Um, it's angels wrath. Uh, or it's uh, orbital assault. Um, you know, the, the, I, I, I'm sure, I'm sure somebody else has done it. I'm sure it's out there, but like, I oh, haven't yeah. seen, I haven't seen a space wolves drop assault army that's in regular drop pods. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. I haven't seen it myself either. No, because when, when you get these assault oriented armies, it's like, oh, I have to use the dread claw. Yeah. Right. And then I have to use the, it, well, actually you, you can't, you can't even use the two um space wolf right of wars with uh drop pods no so i mean like uh well one of them actually i think you can use the drug clause but um the other one is like no drop pods of any kind and then the other like one says no drop pods of any kind the other one says no mobile units yeah so you're basically yeah. el- eliminating drop regular drop pods out of both those rules i mean the salamanders have something similar too like i like they're not allowed drop pods in a certain one of their uh, rights of war, and it's just like, are you kidding me? Hello. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, exactly. No, I thought we lost yeah. you there. No, sorry. I was I was taking a drink, so I, I had muted myself. So oh, you guys, okay. You guys don't hear me gulping. Um, um, yeah, I finished working out right before this, so <laughs> I'm no, just... gotta, get, gotta get hydrated. That's right. 
Um, yeah, like, I mean, when was the last time you saw someone uh, using the Rite of War creeping death from the Death Guard? I have never seen it. I actually Every... don't even know what it does. That's just it. I, I, it, it's, it, it, it basically, it's using a lot of, uh, you start effing with cover and you start making it harder for your, you can control the battlefield by, uh, changing cover and the way your, uh, your opponent interacts with cover. They get negatives to being in cover, certain cover and whatnot. But again, well, that, no... that right there, if like, if, if you're, if you're a trader on Istvan three, that's the one you want. Yeah. Like that, that comes to my mind immediately because the loyalists are going to be trying to hide and cover and hold lines. Hmm. Oh yeah. So start fucking with their cover, right? Force them out, force them to or, move. Or even taking it as a loyalist. And then because, phosphects them. Because the way, well, I mean, like they have, it's just, it's just one of those, again, there's always, there always seems to be when it comes to the legions, they're always, most of them, there always seems to be a, uh, right of war. That's just better. Like, um, but see, it's was... better. It's it's only better if you're thinking about all things being equal. Mm. Like, like, and, I mean, and I think that's that's the challenge that I'm trying to put out to, you know, you the listeners, is you know, don't ignore what you just read on one d four chan. Yeah, and try to figure something out. And you know, I, I'm a big fan of paint it and play it on the table. Play play six to eight games with it. See if you can find a way to make it work. After yeah. that, then maybe put it on the shelf. Try something a little bit different. Right? Paint, paint something else up and then get it out there. Because otherwise, you know, you're going to end up with 80% of the games that you're going to play are going to be exactly the same. And that's going to bore the crap out of you. Mm-hmm. Right. And and it's not, it's not because your opponent's playing the same list every time. Maybe he is. I don't know. Right. But if like this, this is what killed me when I kind of had to optimize my Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, because we, we've got a fairly tough meta. Yeah. It, it took me out of it. It took my love for the Ravens away for a little while because it was just, you know, okay, I'm going to drop pod my vets in. They're going to nuke the biggest threat. Yeah. And then, okay, turn two, um, Alveric's Mon's going to fly on in a stealth jet with a team of just murderers mm-hmm. and they're going to get rid of the second biggest threat. And then if that didn't quite work, then my seekers, which are screwing with your reserves are going to boost up there as fast as they can. And yeah. they're going to finish it out. Right. And then I'm just going to try to grab objectives while you're recovering from the fact that I just blew like a 1500 point hole in your army. Yeah. And then I just have to try to survive whatever's left on the table. Mm-hmm. And it, it just, you know, after after playing 25, 30 games of that same list, for me, and, and you know, I acknowledge that maybe not everyone's like this, but for me, it, it gets it gets redundant. It gets boring. Um, and, and even if I've got a brand new story to play through, mm. uh, you know, at, at, at an event or whatever, if it's the same list, it doesn't feel fresh. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, uh, I, I I hear I understand what you're saying, a hundred percent. That's why I, I like. Uh, I, I I like to uh, get models. Like when I when I build a list, I like to start looking at models that I may not include in that list normally, because then I can be like, oh well, I'm gonna change this out for this today because I want to try something new. So I'm not falling into that. Uh, you know, this is how it runs. This, and I'm again, there are people out there. 
hundred percent like Andy. Andy's been playing the same uh, variation of his Ultramarines army, and he's good with it. He yep. knows what. But to it do. varies, right? It, it does vary. He does. He does. He does change it up. But for the most part, there are certain things that are always so basically auto includes his land spears, for instance. Or I don't think I've ever seen him play a game without his land spears. Um, and I'm not. And again, I'm not shitting on that at all. No. I mean, he he's optimized, not optimized his list. I'm sorry. He's gone he through is, the theoretical. Now yeah. he's getting the practical down. Yeah, and, and and I mean, but I, I, here's the thing. I mean, as 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 missions change and as people start to come in, like Josh, uh, you know, like as I start to create unique and and varying lists and you know, things that that I don't think we fought against before, and and I know some of your your lists are doing that and. Yeah. Um, there, you know, there's a number of other guys in the community that are now on this train and they, you know, they're creating these thematic armies that, that play a little bit differently. That's going to force some shift and it's going to force some adaptation. Mm-hmm. Um, because the, the, the take on all comers list is built around those assumptions that I was talking about earlier, right? It, it's under the assumption that if you're going to play a blood angels, I need to prepare for day of revelations. Yeah. If I'm going to play if I'm going to play Death Guard, I need to prepare for, for the, re- the reaping re-ping. because it's more than likely, you know, there's an 80% plus chance that, that mm-hmm. that's going to be what I'm up against. And I know that it's going to have these same core units and maybe there'll be one or two variations in it, right? If, yeah. if, I'm, go- if I'm going up against Custodes, I can expect to fight jet bikes uh, and um, some Telemons. If I'm going uh, up to Mechanicum, I, I better expect to fight a per- Peripheron. And how am I going to fight that? Because he's probably also going to have hoplites and a drill. Yeah, and that's becoming an extremely commonplace trick in in the Mechanicum's playbook. Yeah, right. Um, which uh, actually, I was, I was talking to Scott today, and I think I think the way to fix that is give those lances haywire in close combat, but rending in the shooting phase. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Cause, and then, and then, cause I mean like they have the arc rifle, which has haywire. Yeah. Right. Or just make the lances rending or something. Right. Cause, and then, then you've got to force the player to pay all these points for, uh, arc rifle. chance. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. It's, it's going to give the other player a chance. Um, uh, hey, you know, hey, why, hey, there's a, there's a problem in my opinion, there's a, a just general problem with Haywire altogether. The rule itself, um, being able to glance shit to death. And I mean, this is a, a problem in that I know 40k is fixed when it comes to the vehicles, but glancing a vehicle to death is just stupid in my opinion. I Another thing you could do, you could make it so that the last hit on a vehicle can't be glanced off. Uh, I don't know. This this is this is a discussion for another another episode. I yeah. think. But you know the the point is like all these things being equal, and then that's when you can co- come in and throw a wrench in it, right? So yeah. I was having a lot of early success with my ravens because nobody was playing ravens anymore. No. Right. So it was it was a list that nobody was building in anticipation of, mm. and then all of a sudden it's like shit. I have to try to adapt to this, right? And then you see a few lists tweak here and there. Right. The other things start to come out um, now that there's more, you know, more more boots on the ground, whereas normally it's way more war machines than Marines. Yeah. And then I come out with way more Marines and war machines. All of a sudden it's OK. I need something that's going to balance out 
a little bit for that. And so as this continues to happen and we continue to get new players and, and our old players start to change how they're playing, um, it's going to start to mix things up. And then it kind of removes that that take on all comers list um, in, 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 to a degree anyway. Uh, I think, and then well, from there, we're we're going to start to see more interesting games, and and as a result, you're going to have more interesting games because you're going to have to think harder about how you're using your units in yeah. this particular engagement, and you know what what do I want to try next to shake that up? You know, how can I get that new model advantage? Well, that's the, that's the thing. I think when it when it really comes down to, um, and I think this is what I'm getting from what you're saying is instead of trying to build and take all on all comers list try you when you build a list build what you build what you like what you think is going to work together what's going to be thematic and make not so much make it an all take on all comers list exactly. but just mac or uh outthink your opponent instead of having certain auto includes just outthink your opponent do it that way. I think it's yep. is, is is more what you're yeah, trying exactly. to. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm saying instead of just considering the math. Yeah. Consider consider the if if the math is the quantitative value, like we we use this term marketing quantitative yeah. qualitative, like start to take into account some of the qualitative benefits that you might get from that unit. Yeah. Right. Uh, or the qualitative benefits that your your army's theme will provide you. Yeah. And then that that is going to change the quantitative benefit of the unit that you bring within. Mm hmm. One hundred percent. I think I think there's as a very sciencey explanation. Yeah. Of, of the game, I guess. Uh, yeah, you're right. Like there's just, there's so much math hammer, and I'm again I'm super guilty of it. We all I, we all are. We've all done it. Like I, I've literally laid in bed and math hammered a game out in my head. Like not all the way through, but like I'm like, okay, this versus this. You know, I'm going to be getting X number of shots or whatever. You know, I'll math hammer and do the math in my head. I can't can't believe I'm admitting that, but yes, I've math hammered while laying in bed trying to fall asleep. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've all done it. I mean, I you know I. I, I did it somewhat I did it somewhat today, but much more in the way that I just described, right? I had the theme, I took the qualitative advantages that I can get from that, and I translated yeah. that to the quantitative advantage for a comparison. Yeah. To some like in a discussion with someone who's far more quantitative, like yeah. well, wouldn't wouldn't this perform better? And I was like, Well, you're not looking apples to apples. Let's let's take this example of a heavy support squad. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I so I guess I'll, I'll just use the example. The example was um, current on tanks, right? Okay. A unit that like almost nobody uses. No. Um, we've almost never seen them. I know I've never seen one in the flesh. No. Um, and in a solar ox list, you can take it with a Volkite, with a Volkite uh, Culvern on the turret. And then yep. you can take uh, multi-lasers on the sponsons or you could take Volkite culverins uh, or Volkite calibers, sorry, on, yeah. on the side. So if you take Volkite calibers, uh, you're getting eight, eight strength six shots, mm -hmm. right? Um, if you take multi-lasers, they're still strength six. You don't get to flag rate, um, but they're three shots a piece, mm -hmm. right? So it's roughly the same, um, but yeah. then you're not, you're not paying extra points for it, right? Um, and uh, and that that is sixty five points, I think. Really. Per tank. So, so for a hundred. 
so for if you take three of them, it's 195 points. Yeah. Right. And that 195 points is going to pump out 12, uh, 6, 18, 30 shots at strength mm-hmm. six. Right. Yeah. Um, a squad of heavy support squad with uh, Volkite Culverns, mm-hmm. uh, six man, no artificer armor. You're looking at 28 shots. And you're, I think, 210 or 220 points. Hang on. You're at 245 points for seven Marines. So seven seven times four would be 28. Yeah. Um, so you're, yeah, you're 245 points for an output of two less shots. Yeah. No, and, yeah. and you can't move them. Yeah, you can't move and fire them. Yeah. No, I mean if you move if you move the carnet on, then you'll be snap firing on yeah. six of those shots. But if you don't, I mean like, you know, that's that weight of fire is more than likely gonna take a couple of hull points off of a jet that's flying on. Yep. Um you can destroy light vehicles with it. It's oh at, yeah. At strength six, you're still glancing on fives on the front end of a rhino, penning mm-hmm. on sixes. You're not gonna blow it up, but no glasses is that? at 30 shots. I mean, even if you need to keep it still, it's 36 inch range on a multi laser. And now, if you re- if you wanted to really pony up, go to 75 points a piece, mm. right? So add another 30 points to that, you're 225 points. So you're still less than that seven man Volkite team, right? Uh, but now you've just added another um, another nine shots because you can put them on the turret. Oh, oh the turret. Oh, the uh, pencil mount. Yeah, you can take a multi-laser turret. Okay. Right. So it's one of those things where, like, you don't think of, but and then even still, you're like, ah, shit. Well, those could get one popped fairly easily because they're only like, you know, armor value twelve on the front, eleven on the sides, ten on on the rear. Yeah. But now you've got a mobile platform that can do that, and you're going to be able to do a lot more things strategically. You can command the battlefield. You can pull aggro away. You know. Oh yeah you can move it around. It gives you a little more flexibility, but on paper in, and in the math side of it, you're not going to see that. Yeah. Right. You're going to look at that and you're going to go, well, man, I've got way more wounds. I'm going to get cover saves. It's going to be harder to hit me. X, Y, Z. Yeah. The Marines. Right. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. The Carnadon obviously is something that you would take in a solar auxiliary army. It's a different army. So, I mean, it's still, it's not apples to apples, but all that does is further illustrate my point that what balances this game out or what I think where I think the balance in this game holds mm-hmm. and brings it maybe a little closer to level is going to be in those qualitative benefits that you get from those units. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of, instead of worrying about, um, you know, comparing unit to unit, think about how you'd utilize that unit on the battlefield rather than like, Oh, if, if I have, if so-and-so has this on the table, I take this and I'm have this much of a better chance at hurting him based on, you know, math hammer. Yeah. Worry less about what your opponent's going to bring and worry more about what you're going to do with what you have. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Well, that, we got off the topic of the dark or death guard there, but uh, it did talk. You know about... what? I, I think, I think yes and no. I mean, we, we definitely, we illustrated the points a little bit differently, Yeah. but I mean, you know, guys, grave wardens, Callus Typhon, if you want him. Yeah. We don't, we don't know if he actually went down to the surface after 
Garo yeah. fucked um, his shit a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's getting late, so let's cut the well, death guard short. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> if, if you're I, okay with that. I, Sorry I, to step on your toes a little bit. No, I mean, no, no, we, no. We, we got off on a natural conversation, but. Yeah, we usually do that. But, yeah, like, the death guard. Did you have, like, a good list? Or like a really clean, crisp example that you were just real pumped about that you want no. everyone to know about. Okay, no. all right. No, but we can always we can always revisit this again later. This thing yeah. change. Yeah, you know what, like guys, if you're listening to this and we we didn't give you enough inspiration, <laughs> let us know. Um, let us know. Send us a request. We'll we'll make you one bespoke list. Yeah, a hundred percent. I've made several lists for the Death Guard using various uh themes behind them so if you want hit us up um hit me up at craig or the barbarian on instagram I, i'll be happy to share those lists i've i love working on lists i love sharing lists i love seeing what people do with them even if you just use it as a jumping off point and you change it and alter it to make something you're more okay with i'm cool with that yeah, absolutely. Or, you know, I mean, if, if you send it through and say, hey, I want Craig to do this list for me, um, you know, at 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 the DAB podcast uh, mm. at Instagram or at DAB podcast on Facebook or or um, uh, death and betrayal at gmail dot com, you know, just say like, hey, Alex, keep your fucking grubby paws off of this. I want Craig <laughs> writing this one. Uh, I can pass it to him. Um, yeah. You know, you should still follow him on Instagram, though. Like, don't don't take that as an excuse to not follow him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if it's just something easier um, for you guys, like, feel free to let us know. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. Mm. I mean, we we covered a lot on this episode. We got very yeah. philosophical towards the end, but yeah, I think I think that's what we do well, and and I think that's what people enjoy hearing, I or I hope I so. If I it's not. Please send me a message and tell me to shut the fuck up. Yeah, tell us, tell us to <laughs> shut the fuck up, but don't tell us to shut the fuck up because you're not. We're not going to listen. But no, you know, we, we do. No. We do like we do like to hear from you guys. Again, we give you lots of love, lots of support. Um, you guys have been great. Uh, I, I hope you're enjoying what we're doing so far. The verdict seems to be everybody's really enjoying and liking what we're doing. So we're going to keep doing it. Keep this heresy train rolling. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, our, our content on the Instagram will pick up again. It's just, I'm just swamped with work right now. So well, it's I'm not getting summertime. as much. It, that's true. Uh, I'm just not getting as much hobby time in. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I mean, the, especially in the winter, I, I usually get a, a good hobby train going, but yeah. I'm coming up on my busy season at work. So um, kind of end Some... of September, it'll definitely pick back up. Yeah, I mean, then I, then I can start taking my vacation time. I, I can I can throw some stuff up on there too. I mean, I can share the love. I can I can help. Well, can yeah, help. I mean, if if you're gonna do that though, like what what I would do because it's gonna get more love for for the the Craig or the Barbarian page. Yeah. Like just share, sh- like post it on your Craig or the Barbarian page, uh-huh. and then share it through this. Like share it through as a story or, yeah. or whatever, right? Because then then people can easily find the link back to your page. Yeah. And it doesn't and it doesn't get lost. Oh yeah, I can um, do that. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I, learning a lot more about social media marketing. Oh, <laughs> so I'm trying trying to employ these tips. <laughs> well, that works for me. Well, I mean, I think that's it. I think we're gonna yeah. have to wrap it up here. Right on. Okay, thanks for joining us, guys, and keep those Geller fields up. Take care. Fucking thing sucks. We'll do it live.